0: How's it going, guys? <laughs> I think I know all of you, but for anyone that's new, my name's Carlos. Lovely to see you all here. I think that was um, that was an awesome worship session. That I think um, I love it when Joanna sings. Where'd she go? Gone behind me? No, you're over there. Oh, that's just just something special. Especially that that last song. That what do you call it? Like the vocal gymnastics? It's like that was that was crazy. That's awesome. I love I love the music team we have here. Thanks, guys. Um, tonight, I'm actually really glad that last song played, because that, that leads perfectly into uh, where I'm going to go in my message, and that's called uh, Hearing Jesus in the Storm. Ooh. <laughs> um, as we all know, the world is very noisy, and especially um, you guys going through school. I think school was some of like, at least emotionally, the, the hardest time in my life. You know, it it could be little things that really stir big emotions up. It could be just a little prank someone pulls on you that just really cuts you deep. Or it could be something really serious, like someone really doing something mean to you. I know relationships are a pretty big thing that can go quite wrong in high school. So, um, you know, there's no doubt about that. The world is noisy. There are lots of things that that sort of try and blow us around, take us off the right path. You know, issues in our family, um, school, especially if you guys are a big one. Um, workplace. Uh, you could go on and just there's so many areas where this world sort of just feels like it's coming in and like a big storm on the horizon. It's, it's, um, it can be quite, quite scary. Um, and we go through seasons of that. So um, you might be in a really good season of your life right now. You know, everything might be going super awesome, really cool, um, you know, awesome friends, school grades are high, parents aren't giving you too much hassle and, um, you know, that's great. But, you know, there are seasons where that isn't quite right. Um, you know, maybe parents are getting on your, getting on your back, and <laughs> school is, is getting a bit more difficult. Friends, for some reason, are starting to turn on you, or I, I don't know what that noise looks like to you. Um, but you know, I, I know from experience that all of us have a story. All of us have a noise in our world that's that just feels heavy. Just feels like a weight on your shoulders, and. Um, that's uh, where I want to, to sort of set the mood tonight. So if there is that situation, just um, think about that for a mi- minute. Um, and also, it's different for, for each people, but sometimes when we go through these times in our life, um, we can turn away from God. Uh, for some people, and I think I've said this before, but for some people, it's when life's really good that's when they start to, to push Jesus aside because they're like, oh, this is sweet. I don't need Jesus. Like, you know, everything's gone awesomely. I've got the car. I've got my freedom. Um, you know, school's good. Friends are great. Why do I need to go to church? Why do I need this? Um, and then for some other people, it's when times are getting really hard because then they start asking the questions, oh, where's God? You know, how could this happen to me? Why did this happen? You know, where was God in that situation? Um, and that's, that's where I want to bring in this and that's hearing Jesus in that time. Um, and then trusting him—that's the biggest one. Trusting him in the middle of that storm. Um, to frame it, we're going to join Jesus and his disciples. It's one of one of my favourite stories. Um, visually, it's just—it's oh, really big. Um, Josh, if you can kill the lights. Um, so we're uh, we're going back about what two thousand odd years, give or take. Um, Jesus is is out there. He's, um, that one's Jesus. Um, Get a a good picture of Jesus, you'll need that in a second. So if if you've got another image in your mind as to what um, Jesus looks like, use that one. But if if you're not too sure as as what Jesus is, he's he's, uh, he's this dude at the front here. Uh, And this is his posse, so these are all the disciples, the guys that that follow him around. Um, And where we're going to start this story, this is just after Jesus has fed a couple thousand people, um, you know, like casually with just a couple loaves of bread, he's just like, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll feed all these guys. Um, and, and they're heading off. So Jesus is like, all right, we need to, we need to move on now. Um, so his disciples they are all following him, and uh, Jesus says to them, all right, guys, um, you know, we need to get back. So you guys go across the lake. Um, so they're getting in there. I think I've got that scene. There we go. So they, all these disciples, they're, they're hopping in their little boat. Um, I mean, the clouds, are, they're pretty gray. It's sort of obvious that maybe a storm's coming, but... Um, you know, they're still, they're hopping in, they're listening to Jesus. He goes, yeah, you guys hop in the boat. And Jesus has actually gone off. He's, he said, you guys can make it across. I'm going, I'm going off to a mountain and, and going to pray. Um, and that's where I'm going to start the story. So immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and cross the other side of the lake while he sent the people home. After sending them home, he went up to the hills by himself to pray. Night fell, he was there alone. There we go. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from land, a strong. Oh, I've got to do this one too. There we go, give it a sec. That should be enough. Okay. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from land, for a strong wind had risen, and they were fighting heavy waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came towards them, yes. walking on the water. When the disciples saw him walking on the water, they were terrified. In their fear, they cried out, it's a ghost. But Jesus, he spoke to them all at once. Don't be afraid, he says. Take courage. I am here. Now, I'm just going to de- uh, detour from the story for a sec. Leave, leave all the sound effects and everything going. Um, I want you guys to all close your eyes. This is where it gets fun. All right. You are on that boat with the disciples. Can you turn the storm up a little bit, Josh? So you're out in the middle of the lake. Waves are crashing in all around you. lightning going off, flashing. It's, it's terrifying you legitimately afraid for your lives the boat's tiny the people, the other disciples that you're with they're all scrambling trying to get the mast together they're holding onto ropes things rocking around going everywhere but all of a sudden you look out through all the waves you see this, this figure coming towards you after a while you notice that it's Jesus And all of a sudden, all that fear, all that stress, all that worry of the storm, it just starts to melt away. As Jesus is standing there, holding out his arms. Now, all that's going on in your mind right now is Jesus. The storm, the storm starts to fade away. It's still there, but for you, you're focusing on Jesus right now. All that storm just melts away. All that's in your mind is is wanting to get closer to Jesus. Full of faith, I want you right now to step out of that boat onto the water. That's a big step. But it's not scary because right now you're looking at Jesus. You've taken that first step. You take another and there's Jesus holding out his arms. All that's in your mind, even though the storm's raging on around you, all that you can see, all that you can feel is Jesus' love. And in the middle of that storm, you feel safe. Coming back to the story, this is Peter. So Jesus says to them, don't be afraid. Take courage, I'm here. That's what he's saying to you guys. Then Peter, Peter called out to him, Lord. If that's really you, tell me to come to you walking on the water. So Peter already has full faith that he can do this. He's never walked on water before. or well, maybe he has, but that's not a common thing for someone to do. Jesus says, yes, come. So Peter, walking over the side of the boat, sorry, stepping over the side of the boat and walking on the water towards Jesus. And this is where things start to go a bit pear-shaped. But when he saw the strong wind and the, and the waves, it was terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord, he cried out. And Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. All right, I'll let the lights back. Whoa. So I think that... I'll get into it in a sec, but that story is very personal to me as well, and I'm I'm hoping that I can relate it enough to a situation in your life. I think the first question that we need to answer is, do I need Jesus? Now, I did a message similar to this for Kids Church, and they got this answer very good. They all shouted out, yes. So I'm going to ask the question to you, do I need Jesus? Do you need Jesus? Ah, there we go. Ten points. That's brilliant. I'm done. That's that's the message sorted. (laughs) Um, But framing it here, so it says: Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from land, and a strong wind had risen, and they were fighting heavy waves. So this this is Jesus' crew. They know Jesus. Jesus has even told them to go out and do this, but they're in trouble. Now, it could be part of Jesus' plan, so I'm pretty sure he's already got this sorted. He's saying, you know, you guys don't have to worry about this. But for us, we can be going through a situation like that. Um, it might not be in a little rickety boat in the middle of a lake, but we all have situations in our life. We all do things. There's the, none of us here are exempt from this. We all need this guy, Jesus. Um, so as long as you've got that point sorted first, then the, the rest of this will, will, will keep flowing. Um, but yeah, Again, going back to that start, we all go through seasons. Even if you're in a time in your life where you think everything's cruisy, everything's cool, don't, don't get misguided. Don't listen to the voice in your head that says, oh, I don't need to go to church or oh, I don't need to read my Bible. I did that last week. No, don't, don't do that. This, this is something we always need to never, re- for, what's the word, forget. That's the one. Never forget that I need Jesus. We all need Jesus. In fact, say it again. I need Jesus. That's good. I like that. Okay, well, I'm looking at the right sheet. I think I am. Yes. Now, what is the noise? So I had, I had to sort of make this a bit more relatable to the kids because they're, they're quite literal. So if I said storm and noise, they're, they're thinking an actual storm in their head. They might not get the sort of relation to our life that this is. So for us, what is the noise? The noise is anything that distracts us from God, anything that pulls us away from Jesus. Um, and, and it's also things that uh, sort of trouble us in life. I think that sort of relates. When we're feeling afraid, when we're feeling scared, that's, that's when we're putting ourselves into a spot where we're not trusting God. If, if, we're, if we're happy in life, if we're feeling content and safe, that's normally when we're sort of trusting in Jesus. So um, I relate the noise to that same sort of thing. So if you're sort of moving away from God or if you're starting to get really scared about life, so the noise might be things like games, Um, phone, whatever, digital platform, even board games, things that um, keep you away from reading your Bible, maybe. I think some nights when you're playing Battlefield 1, and you go, oh, it's it's one o'clock in the morning, I should should probably go to bed, and I'll I'll skip reading my Bible. I did that the other night. That's that's not good. Not that late, but yeah. Um, So, I've still got noises. (laughs) Um, When you're too busy, uh, never be too busy to pray. Never be too busy to read your Bible. That's you know, if you've got time to quickly check Facebook, if you've got time to, to lot of eat, eat toast or whatever you do for breakfast, you know, the, the Vision 180, um, we'll go over that in a sec, but it's like 30 seconds to read through that. Have it, you know, beside your bed. Get some of that into you in the morning. For me, I'll read it at night. Um, I've, got, I've got the Vision app on my phone, and um, the soul food, which um, goes through Bible verses each week, uh, each day, and in a year you'll have the whole thing. But I go to bed listening to that, and the, the guy's voice is very soothing. It's like, so Jesus called them by name. And it's sort of like, I, I like going to bed listening to that because then you dream about God as well. It's cool. Um, but yeah, never, never be too busy. Um, bullies, I think this gets a little bit more, oh, what's the word, uh, in, in junior school, bullies are quite obvious. You know, they're, they're well, especially for guys. You know, you get into a fight, a bully's going to beat you up. But when you get into high school, and I think especially with girls, it's very mental. The games they play on you, they're subtle, and and oh, they're they're poisonous. Very very poisonous. Um, I think for me, I, I, I fell for it as well. Not not with girls, but guys. They are just sort of you know leaving people out. But don't don't follow those people. Um, While we're talking about right now, not you know not listening to the noise, but don't become the noise as well. When, when people are sort of egging you on, I think when you're in a group of friends, it's very easy. I just had kids' church this morning, and I've got girls that um, one of them was, I think she's 12, and she was going through this same thing. A 12-year-old girl is having her friends tell her to be mean to other people, to pay them out, to play mental games on other kids. That's 12. I think that's, 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 that's hard. I can only imagine, you know, how, what it steps up as you get older and the sort of friends that, you know, the things they can do to you. So, just be aware of that. Be aware of what the noise is. And I know it's hard not to have friends, but try and step out of that situation. Um, even if it's hiding in the library for a few days just to get away from those people. I don't know what that looks like to you, but um, being alone at those times from those people is probably better than than filling your head with their noise. Uh, school is another big thing. Um... I was, myself, I was doing pretty well up until about oh, year 11, so I didn't get too much pressure from my grades and, and topics, but once year 11 hit, oh, they dropped. I was down to Cs and Bs and it was terrible for me and that was, that was a big weight on my shoulders because I had, I had dreams and aspirations of places I wanted to go after school and um, I think that can be the same for us. I'm very discouraging when our grades start to slip um, it can play a, a big, a big weight on your mind as well. Thinking, oh, but I want to do this when I'm older, but my grades aren't here. And don't give up. Keep trying. <laughs> um, what's the next one? Fear. Oh, that's that's probably a bit too ge- uh, generic. Um, but yeah, that's a big one in life. When we're when we're scared of things. I won't get into that now. That could be so many different things for each one of you. Um, and family problems. Uh, that's huge. My parents broke up when I was 10, um, and I've still got issues from that now. So, you know, that's very real, and a lot of us go through that. You know, an unstable family uh, is a massive weight on a kid's shoulders. Um, I know for us, uh, you know, we look to our parents as a rock, as a guiding point, and when that's starting to crumble, you know, the rest of our life, you know, what do we focus on? Where's our rock? Who do we put faith in? If our parents can't hold it together, what do we do? Trick question, it's Jesus. You know, put, look to that guy, but, you know, I wish I knew that a lot more back when I was a kid, Just. That was rough, especially not having a dad around and, you know, being a guy. It's like, what do I look to for a role model? Who, who am I supposed to be? So, you know, these, these are all very real questions. And I, I could have pointed this out to, to eight-year-old kids, and they'd still relate to all these problems. So I know that, you know, each, each person here is, can, can relate to at least something in that. Um, and then, can Jesus help me? Sometimes we think that, oh, no, God can't help me in this situation. That's far too big. Why would Jesus do that? um and that that's all about that that having the faith to step onto the water um, that was the first thing peter said when he was in trouble he's like you know what i believe i can do that i can step on water Like, come on how much faith would would he have to have in jesus to know that he could do that without any doubt anything in his mind he just goes you know i'm gonna i'm gonna step off the boat there's a raging storm going on around him who does that that's has got to take you know faith that's just beyond all limits What's that, about, oh, yeah, about 3 o'clock in the morning, Jesus came towards them walking on the water. So if you've got a problem, just remember, at 3 o'clock in the morning, Jesus walked out on water to help his disciples. I don't know what situation you're in, but I'm pretty sure if God can walk on water and he gets up at 3 o'clock in the morning to do it, um, he can help you in your situation. <laughs> it's, it's just it's letting him help you. I think that's the biggest thing. We all go through, you know... Testing times, we all have issues, and God is just standing there. He's right there. He's looking at you. He's gone. I'm here. Come on. All you've got to do is go. All right. Step out of the boat onto the water and say, God, I trust you. God, you can help me in this situation. Put your faith in God. And now, hearing him in the storm, this is, this is a really big one, and something that um, I also sometimes ask you know ask this question. Uh, because it, it's not always as cut and dry to hear God's voice. You know, when I was a kid, I'd be laying in bed going, Jesus, where are you, God? Why aren't you talking to me? I'm expecting some big booming voice or like um, Star Wars-style Jedi Knight ghost thing to appear in my bed and going, hey, Carlos, it's, it's me. How are you going? Um, that never happened, but... You know, Jesus just speaks to us in so many different ways. Um, I wish some of you guys could have been here in the Kids' Church Conference. Like, these are eight-year-old kids, right? And even younger, some of them, who probably haven't read the Bible much, or they might have heard a little bit from parents, but, like, biblically knowledgeable, they would be not, not very big. But the things they were writing down when we asked them to say, what's God saying to you? Like, we had a five-minute or ten-minute break, whatever it was, where they all just sort of lay it out in here, and we gave them a bit of paper and a pen. And we said, all right, you know, nice music was playing. We go, say what, um, what you think Jesus is saying to you. And they just said some crazy, awesome stuff. Like, I, Kylie's got all the sheets, and I won't go over anything now, but the sort of things they were saying were just, you don't make that stuff up. An eight-year-old kid does not say these things that they're saying. And it's just, I, it, if that is not enough proof to know that Jesus speaks to us, and I don't know what more you, what more you need. Like, Jesus, in just every day, it could be um, just a a thought in your mind that pops in that goes, hey, that's not one of my thoughts. That's, you know, that's that's God just planting a seed. Um, But what you need to do is you need to put yourself in a position to receive that. So read your Bible. What did I say? Ah, <laughs> and not just read it because like, we can read it like a book and you go, okay, I read the words. Oh, awesome, I've read that chapter done. I'm, I'm good for the night. No, read the words and absorb them. Sit there and go, all right, God, what, you, what is this saying to me? How does this apply to me? Find a, find a verse you might be reading through. There might be something that challenges you. You might go, oh, that doesn't make much sense. Go, God, can you, can you clarify this for me? Investigate that, learn the word. It is actually a living word. Like, you can read over the same passage a hundred times and each time God's going to speak something else into you. It's, it's, it's better than any, any adventure book you're going to read because it changes each time you read it. It's just, it's, yeah, I, I was going through Bible college because um, I'd never done this whole read the verse, see how it applies to you. And part of one of the topics, we had to do that. We had to pick a verse each week, um, write it down and then go, how does that apply to the people at the time it was written? So in the context of when it was written. Um, how does it apply to me, uh, how does it apply to us as a Christian body now, so all over the world just as a society, how does this passage apply to the Christian community? And then the big one is how does it apply to me? And I just picked like a random verse about, you know, easy, I'll just write some stuff down, that's cool. Um, And I was in tears by the end of it. Like what God was saying to me in that verse just, it broke me down. And it was amazing and I'd never experienced that before and honestly it was a bit scary at the start. Um, but it, it gets addictive. You know? so, God, God, what are you saying to me now? I was like, yeah, that's good. Um, but unfortunately, like, I still get caught in the storm. You know, I still go through a night and I won't read my Bible. I might go a couple nights and I'll look back and go, why did I do that? There's a lot of noise and, you know, we need to keep on our toes and really understand that there are, you know, things that distract us. And, you know, as good as God, is, like God, creator of the universe. I can't give you five minutes at night. I can't give you 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Anyway, that's how we hear Jesus. Read your book. Start there. Pray. But give time for him to answer. You don't have to do big complicated prayers. Just be like, hey God, how are you going? What, what, what do you got for me today? You know, just sit there at night in bed and just look up to him. Just maybe divulge what happened in your day. If you had something that really troubled you, hey God, you know, this, this really bothered me today. What do you think? You know, can you help me with this tomorrow? And give him time to respond. Often he doesn't respond straight away. It might be... The next day or a week later, you, you're in that situation again, and all of a sudden, something's different. It wasn't the same as last time. The situation is changing. Um, I think oh, there was another message that someone spoke here about, um, you know, holding on to God's promises. He makes us a promise. doesn't necessarily mean it'll fulfill it straight away, but in His time, it'll all unfold. So don't, don't lose faith in that. When you pray, God listens. Um, do I have my notes? No, that's later. Um, I've had times where I've, I've prayed and I've gone, oh, great, you know, God's not really there. He's not listening to my prayer. You know, my wish list wasn't ticked. And, you know, I think it was months or almost a year later, things just started to come together that I'd never thought would ever be possible. So hold, hold strong in His promise. Um, so making a noise for Jesus. This, this is the, the 180 of, of um, listening through the storm. Um, we've got to make the right noise as well. We are... Christians, um, assuming most of us have given our life to God, um, and we need to 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 be that lighthouse for everyone else. We need to be, as Jesus said, that the, you know, the, the light on the lampstand on the hill. People are looking to us, um, and if if we sort of identify ourselves as a Christian and then do the same thing that everyone else does, if we're adding to the same noise that's already in this world, um, you know, what does that say to other people that don't know what church is, don't know who Jesus is? So, don't add to the noise. Um, you know, sometimes it's tricky, and you don't know. Well, I didn't know I was doing the wrong thing. Again, it comes back to reading the Word, read the Bible. You know, God will make Himself very clear to you. So don't stress too much. We all get things wrong. That's by nature we, 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 we mess up. Uh, so, yeah, just keep reading and know that He wants you, how to word this right. He has something better in mind for you. He loves you as you are. There's seriously nothing you could do wrong for God to not love you with, with everything that he is. Um, but because of that love, he wants, he wants more for you. He wants better. So, you know, grow, grow in that. Um, but then making a noise for Jesus. So that's sort of like listening for Jesus. Um, then Peter called out to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you walking on the water. You know, he's got that much faith. How cool is that? I, I love that that one line just there. There is so much in that. Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come walking on the water. Like this guy, he's ready to jump out into a storm for Jesus. I think that's so cool. Where, where are you at now? In you know, with your issues in life. Um, I, again, I don't know what what state you are, what season you're through, what your problems are. But you know, in that situation, what are you saying? Is that, are you turning to God for this? Have you got the faith that? You know, you can step out onto the water with Jesus. Right? Peter's he's saying there, Lord, if it is really you, tell me to come to you walking on water. He's ready. This is, this is awesome. And, and Jesus goes, yes, come. So Peter, just with that, just yes, come. That's all he needed. And, and Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on the water towards Jesus. So what noise are you making in your storm? What are you calling out for? What, what are you going to for your situ- situation? and oh, I'm sinking. So, as we know in the story, Peter does sink. Um, it's, not, it's not an all happy ending at this point. So, he's, he's gone out, he's stepping on water, and at that point, you'd think that's pretty cool, right? So, you've already done it. There's Jesus there. You're walking on the water. It's like everything's good. But no, what does he do? He takes his eyes off God, and he starts looking at the storm and all the noise and everything around him. And I went through that stage when I was probably 16, 17, right up till I was through uni. Um, You know, I I was going to church as a kid. My parents would force me to come. So I knew who God was and, um, you know, I was going to youth group and that. But as I got a bit older and moved out of home, I didn't have my parents forcing me to go to church. So I started to step away from that. And I noticed that things weren't going quite right. (laughs) Um, and, And that's at that stage for me. You know, I was initially focusing on God, but then... As soon as I started taking my eyes off of him and I was seeing the storm and everything that was going on, I was sinking. And I went through a lot of years of sinking that, you know, could have been prevented. But it does happen. Um, And I think, especially as you're getting towards the end of school, that could be that time for you. You know, stuff's getting really hard all of a sudden, you know, year, year 12 hits and You've got all these pressures from your grades, you know, you've got to do your stat tests, whatever they're called. You've got to still keep up and be social. You've got probably sporting events, everything you've subscribed to. Suddenly you're getting all this weight, all this pressure of life is just starting to bear down on you. And and maybe if you I'm not saying it's all of you, you might have your eyes on God and that's sweet. But for some of us, you know, we might start looking at that noise and going, oh no, what's happening? And that's what happened to Peter. And he starts, he starts sinking. But what I like about this, he goes, but when he saw the strong winds and waves, he was terrified and began to sink. The first thing he says, what's that say? be a bit louder. Yes, that's it. That's the first thing he shouted. And what happens? Jesus immediately uh, reaches out and grabs him. I'm just sort of picturing this in my mind. So so Peter, he stepped down the boat. I would assume Jesus is, is a little ways away. He's not like Jesus isn't right on the boat just there. So Peter steps out. Everything's all, all cool, and he's he's taking a few steps, and then he starts sinking. Jesus is still over there, but as soon as Peter starts sinking, that instant Jesus was there to grab him. And I think that's that's really big for us to know. We can fall in life, we can mess up, we can feel at times, you know, I've I've not done the best in this situation, or you know, I've become part of the noise, or you know, again a million reasons where it might be that we're sinking. But know that. Let me go back to that one. Save me, Lord, he shouted. Turn to God as your first, you know, area of support. Don't let, um, you know, other areas... I mean, obviously, if you're sick, you need a doctor, but, you know, don't go to other areas for, for, for your help. I'm trying to think of examples here, but um, money is a good one. So, you know, you need a, I know, a big debt that you've got yourself into, and that's probably not a good example for a teenager. Um, <laughs> okay so you're out living on your own and you know you can't afford rent or you know getting all these pressures and the first thing is like oh god please help me or you know um maybe a new credit card will solve that problem or "Mm, maybe if i get a bit of money then then everything will be good so there are i can't think of any examples now but there are lots of things in life that we can turn to instead of god for our solutions oh yes relationships i'm not a very good judge on that because i haven't been in one for a long time but don't do that if you're feeling lost and confused and lonely don't don't towards a boy or a girl for to fill that gap that can get messy um so <laughs> it's a substance of, yeah that's a good one i like that call out i don't normally go for hecklers but that one was a good one <laughs> um yeah that's really good actually i i never fell down that path thank god for that but you know when all of that weight of the world is on your shoulders some people turn to drugs to fill that gap um, alcohol was probably the easiest one to go to, um, and that is a very slippery slope. Uh, one of my uncles is permanently mentally disabled because of drugs. Uh, he would have only been 19, 20, know, um, his family situation wasn't great, um, and he had a lot of friends that sort of encouraged him on, and I think Port Lincoln's got a big scene for marijuana and, and all that, but I think he started doing some stuff that was a little bit heavier, uh, and. He's paid that price for the rest of his life. So it's again, it might seem like an easy, quick fix now, uh, but don't don't go down that track. And that's the same for alcohol, for um, especially drugs. That's oh man, how does that start? Oh, just just a, just one one. You know, you'll be right. Don't worry about it. You'll love it. It's, friends are very. They can be very sly, very sneaky. How it starts. Um. Now, I had an example here. No, I missed it. Um, and then super Jesus to the rescue. I'll finish that one. I'm over. Um, so again, I'll just summarize on that point. It's a really basic message, um, hearing Jesus in the storm. Um, again, at the end of that story, Jesus did stop the storm. So he hops in the boat um, and he goes to the guys, hey, you know, ye of little faith type stuff. Why did you doubt in me? And with that, you know, the storm just stops. So while it may feel like there's a storm now, and this message was focused on during the storm, there is a time where it does get better. Jesus will, you know, bring that shiny summer summer day to you. But this particular message is really focused on hearing God, seeing Jesus in that storm, because we all go through it. Um, And I don't want that time for you to be that time where you start looking away from him. Um, don't let that time be where you stop reading your Bible. Don't let that time be when you um, start looking to other you know, areas for support. When you feel like you're sinking, call out, save me, Lord. Pray to Jesus. Let him be the first person you turn to. Um, and I've completely lost track of time, so I'm not sure when i meant to finish or how long that's gone for. <laughs> it's having too much fun. But, um, yeah, no, thank you very much for listening. I'm going to welcome up Liana.